Hey, everybody. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the nerdy. My name is Chris, and we are here to talk about a little bit about Matrix Resurrection and uh, Spider-Man. We're going to talk the shit out of some Spider-Man. So let me introduce you to my co-host. First up, Steven. How you doing? What you been watching? You been playing anything? Uh, well, you know, I was, I was gone for a little while in Hawaii, um, but I did watch some stuff and play some stuff after I got back. I, I played the campaign for Halo Infinite, um, and it was amazing. It was fun, a lot of fun. Um, not as long as I'd hoped, but but I'm hoping that there'll be more um, life to the game as they progress. Um, as far as what I've been watching, we watched, uh, there's a movie on Netflix called Don't Look Up. It has got Leonardo, fat Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Jennifer Lawrence in it. They play a pair of scientists that discover a uh, meteorite heading for the earth. And it's made by the same guys that did um, The Big Short and Vice. So it's kind of in that same style. Uh, I, big recommend. I don't, I don't think I ever saw Vice, but maybe I should have watched that instead of, well, I'll talk about what I watch later, but. I've, I've been hearing good things. I hear the critics hate it and the fans love it. So it's probably right up yeah. my alley. Critics panned it, but I mean, literally you're watching it and you're like, am I watching a documentary on what's been going on for the last three years? Uh, maybe I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it, 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 it is a little close to home. <laughs> I've tried to find, look, my shirt is all about escapism. Like, trying to get out of that shit. <laughs> all right, Avery. What you what you been watching? Playing anything? Oh no, I can't hear Dutton. No, can you hear me now? I can. I okay, cool, cool, cool. We're good. All right, we're good. Stupid. Um, yeah. So I've been what I've been playing. Oh, so I've been playing Halo Infinite as well, but not the campaign. I've been uh, you know in, improving my my first person shooter skills. On the multiplayer realm, kicking some nice sweet ass, you know, leveling up and stuff. So that's been dope. It's good to see my skills are still there. Um, and as far as watching, I'm actually going to echo Steve because I actually saw the same thing this past weekend. Um, and yeah, I also recommend it. It was a really good movie. It definitely hits close to home. And the ending is, well, I won't spoil it, but it's a really good ending. Not nowhere near expected. It's, yes, I recommend it. <laughs> All right, those are big words. I hate endings. <laughs> we'll, we'll, well, we'll talk about endings at the end of the show. <laughs> but uh, so I have I pl I played some Witcher two last night. I've I've kind of got like this weird week at work where we just need to be available. So I've just been, you know, doing my thing. Um, so I played some Witcher two the other night. By the way. Depending on how much I want to work on my chef review, I might be streaming Witcher 2 on my channel, Static 2020, later this evening. Um, and then I last I got me a 4K DVD player. Spent a little more than I probably should have. Wait, so wait, does it mean you got a PS5? <laughs> or did you actually no, go I bought, buy a, I, bought, I bought a DVD, I bought a DVD player for roughly what? the price of a PS5. Why would you um, do that? <laughs> because uh, I I wanted I wanted all the things that it comes with. It's got the HD 10 plus. It's got okay. all this shit. Um, and and it's a newer model and everything. 
Well, you could have got that with a PS5 or an Xbox. My computer's worth more than a PlayStation 5 and has better graphics. All right, fair um, enough. <laughs> I, so, yeah, and you're probably able to find a, a 4K Blu-ray player. Exactly. As a matter of fact, there was like seven of them, Steve. So if you want one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it at least uh is it at least like a smart, like a smart 4K? Like yeah, yeah. It's, it's got all the streaming stuff. I haven't screwed with any of that because sure. I've got Chromecast, Fire Stick, right, smart yeah, TVs, yeah. like every, you have all everything is yeah. smart. Like, but that's, so I watch Roger, I watch Roger yeah. Rabbit on the 4K DVD that I got. Um, the cartoon mm-hmm. parts looked like they were from the 80s type thing. Like it, it was very, it was very rough. Um, had that, had that. Uh, what do they call it? You know, when when it, when it looks rough. Like I can't think of the word. But like when when the cartoon were mixed with, um the uh real life whatever you call it i can't think of the damn term like the the difference between the two parts and the crispness of that was really freaking cool like i don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember the toy gun the 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 tune gun that eddie valen mm-hmm. had like that looked super neat and like what like when things would go from tune to real life or from real life to tune like that transition was really cool there was definitely some uh stitching issues should i say like there was one point when eddie valent was in toontown and he's like looking into this cab you could see like the cab come through his back (laughs) but you know it was cool i I freaking love that movie that's one of my early earliest movie memories out there um so i watched that and then i i've also watched i watched chef some more times i'm working on my chef review right now Mm -hmm. process um <laughs> and then you know on christmas i watched a christmas story uh i watched some oh yeah i watched the matrix <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go ahead and go on into that steven let's do it 10 words or less what did you think of matrix resurrections um it's available and you can watch it on uh, hbo max and it was slightly better than uh revolutions uh and you know from what i've seen um the inside joke was it was going to be made whether lana wakowski was involved with it or not so that's why i got made with her input hmm. okay so we're gonna have we're they gonna actually have... reference in the movie they actually have a line in the movie where they're talking about it and they go warner brothers was going to make a, a sequel anyway yeah Okay, so we're, we've got enough time that we can cover this a little bit more than we thought. Um, Avery, <laughs> 10 words or less. Matrix, Re- Matrix uh, Resurrections. It was a waste of time, and Keanu Reeves is too old. I'm sorry. Okay, so just real quick, I'm going to yeah. say a few words with a question regarding yeah. that. John Wick 4? I think John Wick 4 will be fine because he's not doing martial arts. He's doing gun kata, and okay. that's fine. <laughs> All right. But, yeah. So, I, the, the mar- oh, yeah, go, go, go ahead. Oh. So I'm going to give my yeah. 10 words or less. Um, giant fuck you to Warner. Uh, 
shitty action scenes and way too goddamn long. I think that might have been 11. But so, Steve, you were saying something earlier. Well, there's there's a scene about halfway through where they're it's a very meta movie. It's self-referencing yeah. to the original trilogy. Super um, self-referencing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a scene in it where uh, they're talking about the Matrix as as a game trilogy that happened in the 90s mm -hmm. and how, you know, the studio was going to remake it no matter who was involved. So they might as well be involved, um, which leads them into the story of the Matrix and finding out that, you know, it's just another Matrix within the Matrix. I... I I, I was not super impressed. It was not the, you know, unfortunately it's lightning in a bottle. The original matrix, not the trilogy, but the original first movie was, was transformational. There's been nothing else. What we had seen at the time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, it was, yeah. um, yeah. there's, there's been nothing else like it since. Right. And, and yeah, that's it's, okay. It's, it's, we don't need, yeah. um, so that kind of leans into why I said fuck you, Warner. I felt the entire movie was a fuck you letter to Warner. Mm -hmm. All that meta stuff was what's her face telling Warner, how dare you? Because they said back, they said back after immediately after they released the third one, they don't want to do mm -hmm. anymore. And there's a reason why the other sister didn't come back. Mm hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, did you guys see? Oh, I don't have this pulled up. So some dudes are interviewing Lana, formerly known as Larry, I believe. Um, are interviewing her, and the very first question is like, "Why, after all these years, is Matrix Four? And she did everything she could to not say, "I needed money." <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I don't. I, I will have to find the clip and share with you guys money. later because I, I think, think you guys they, you know, hey, you was, don't know what they ate. Hey, people from Hollywood hey, um, lose their money all the time. Well, yeah. not the it's very true. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, to like to your point, Chris, it, it did feel like the Matrix was it just it was. It was all meta. It was all meta, right? So it was just a big mm -hmm. fuck you to warn. Right. All all of it. Even the fact that there's um, even a line where Neo says, So everything I did before was for nothing. For nothing, yeah. Right. And it's it's just, yeah, it was all made of, like, even during, the, and it was funny, right, the fact that, you know, uh, Neo's character was a game designer, which mm -hmm. I was all like, oh, oh okay, I, I, I know how this is going to go. But, like, even when they were in the room and they were just throwing ideas out of how, what they're going to do for the fourth one and just making this huge meta thing about it, I was just, like, I was looking at it and I was like, this isn't what I came. This is not what I wanted in my matrix. Mm -mm. I didn't want this shit. This is like no, not at all. You know, and 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 then just the fact that and the reason why I felt like it was a waste of time was because it pretty much did make the first matrix, but worse. Right? It was the whole fish out of water with Neo's character. Right, going back into the matrix, rediscovering himself. The same fight scenes with. Morpheus. He was, a, he was a bigger bitch in this one yeah. than he was in the original Matrix. The very first, yeah, yeah, right. It, it was, it was just, uh, and yeah, the whole 
the whole Morpheus was an agent, and then he was this 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 sentient or whatever that the new uh, third opposition's called. Like it, it was just ah, no. Nah, which which you know what would have made a little bit more sense had Morpheus gone back with Trinity and Neo, and they had to rebuild Morpheus yeah. and all that stuff like that. You right. Could, you, that would have made more sense, but that's not what happened. You no. know what I would have watched? I would have watched a movie about the civil war that ensued after Neo made peace with the machines and the machines started yes. fighting each other. Yes. That's yes. The movie that, story, yes. that story, when they were talking about that, I was like, that's what I want to see. I want to see the civil war. Because yeah, obviously, yeah, with Neo disrupting the whole force, like, yes, like I want to see how they built the new Zion, how the, they handled with this, the Sentinels, and how the new that new uh, the new form, the, sen- the sentience, right? That's what they called themselves. Yeah. Yeah, like how that came about. Like that was a more a compelling storyline than just watching Neo again go through the process of getting himself out of the fucking matrix. Like, and it what took fuck? so damn long. It really did. Like, like it took an hour and a half, I want to say, to get Neo out of the fucking matrix. Well, and then I mean, there was an hour left, and we didn't even get to the third act. The until rules, the last like they didn't have to get to hardline phones anymore. They just had yeah. to get to doors, mirrors. They like had to get to doors. mirrors or doors. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of doors that they ran through that led to right. white space. So yeah, okay. Let's go to the doors thing. So the first scene where blue haired girl is running away, she ends up in a room. And she and she she closes this building, this door. She's in like some business type thing, you know, like some mom pop thing. And there's just keys hanging everywhere behind her against this the windows and the door. I'm like, oh, we're gonna get some key maker shit. Mm. Turns out everyone's now everyone's just a key maker because you just open a door and you get the portals everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the the mere thing, I could I could have gone with just the mere thing, but now that you bring up the door thing, you're absolutely right. That was right. dumb. Yeah, everyone's a key maker. Everyone has access to it now. Like, what ha- you know, how did that happen? How did that form? Mm-hmm. Who, who the hell is how the related? How did Doogie Hauser let right. that happen? He was he had right. so much control in this whole system, supposedly. Supposedly, right? Creating scenarios, running, yeah, sequences of how the first fight happened with you know with Trinity and you know, like all of that. And you let this happen. Like it's it, it just yeah, it, it was a lot of just loose ends and didn't really make any sense. And I just yeah, I felt like it was just huge fuck you to Warners and just a huge waste of time. Like I didn't the, need that. I be- <laughs> I fully believe Lana Wachowski Wachowski whatever however we say it was writing a fuck you letter to the Warner Brothers. Hmm. And that's okay. I, so it, it made me laugh. I, like when yeah. I when I sat back and thought about it, I was like, "This is funny." She's it's pissed. super funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, as long as yeah, if you, if you just sit back, cut, you know, it's like watching a fast. It's like watching a Fast and Furious movie. Just fucking shut off your brain and just you know what, well, sit back and you know. Those are definitely better for making you shut off your brain because Matrix. Yeah. This one in particular comes at you with like these high level ideas and like. They're all saying all these big words that make no damn sense at all. And, and, <laughs> no. and like, I, I've got a clip. Oh man, I, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about the Matrix like this, but I had some clips that I could have brought into it because, like, it's there's fine. when when blue haired girl meets new Morpheus, she goes yeah. off on this rant for about ten to twelve seconds, and you literally can't understand what she's no. saying. Dude, my brain shut off, and so I was like, what? He's saying what? Um, um, I don't get it. Um, 
and it's, it wasn't the fact that like I didn't get it as or like I'm not smart enough to get it. Just, it was just yeah, big like mm-hmm. words thrown and yeah, just mumble like just just to just to make it sound smart, but it made no sense, right? And so I I asked you when I was watching. Well, I I mentioned when I was watching it, and I was at that point. I was like, the audio on the Matrix is fucked. Like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. this makes no sense. Um, yeah, and and it just sound it, the very so that was that was on my old tv and it, and it sounded kind of muddy i went and i watched it when i went when i watched it again the whole way through because i fell asleep the first time of course um <laughs> when I, I watched it when i came back um from vegas on sunday and i watched it all the way through on my main tv with the sound system and everything and, and it sounded all right mm-hmm. um yeah, i was gonna say yeah. i watched it on on our tv in the living room with the sound system and it was okay it was fine Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it was it was okay. Nothing, nef- nothing definitely revolutionary or. Uh, so that just means I need a new TV for my bedroom. Probably. Yes. <laughs> definitely sounds like it. Okay, so let me think. Um, one out of ten command prompts. What do you give it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go ahead, Steve. Uh, I give it. I, uh, I mean, it had some redeeming moments. I'll say three out of five white rabbits. All right. All right. That's that's a little bit better than fifty percent. What is that like? Yeah. 70? Like I said, it's better yeah. than revolutions. Oh, okay. Well, I sh- I shared my reason why. Which is zero. White rabbits. <laughs> I mean, but I feel for like just that one scene alone that Chris even did a screenshot for. I'd be like, mm, you can't, you cannot look. What even with like Bella or something like that. Yeah, like there was I'm no sorry. one like that in this movie. There really wasn't. Um, and they could have, they probably could have used that, and it would definitely increase my definitely rating, which is it's 2021. Yeah, I'm not getting that shit anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so what do you Mine got? Will be, uh, three command prompts out of ten. Just pretty, pretty low. So, Me too. That's yeah. fine. Um, and it's because the story between Neo and Trinity is kind of interesting, but kind yet of. Trinity talks shit about having kids the whole time. She did. So I'm just like, uh. <laughs> and then become and then become the second the one two <laughs> yeah. so i heard i heard a very so like <laughs> one of the big things online is like all these people are trying to say that the matrix was like some trans allegory thing or whatever and lana wykowski came out herself yeah i said no and so they made this and what and so what i get from neo and trinity kind of like, like them them being 1.1 and 1.2 however you want to call it um is it, it takes both sides and it's not necessarily a mixture of the two it takes both to create the one strong or whatever i i i think that's sure. a strong message it takes male and female energy to do it they don't yeah, have sure. to be, like like it, it doesn't have to be one person with male and female energy but you know that kind of thing Definitely, so, totally, totally get that, and that would make perfect sense if that story, if that 
storyline was interweaved with the whole Matrix franchise, and it yeah. was not. So. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, okay. So, Matrix Resurrection sucked. Let's talk about something fucking awesome. Okay, let's do it. Let's move on. Spider-Man No Way Home. Avery, kick us off. Cool. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. First off, I'll give my good. I'll give a rating. Um, ten sticky webs out of ten. Fucking loved it. Okay. Every bit of it. Uh, it was amazing. You know, visually beautiful. Um, it's funny because when the scene happened, where you saw a lot of the trailers, were like, you know, the you had the Lizard Man, you had Sandman. And you had shock, you know, shocker, and they're going after mm-hmm. Tom Holland Spider Man. And everyone, of course, have seen and you've seen a scene where, like, all of a sudden, the lizard man's face just like gets kicked out of nowhere. But like, you know, you're not, you know, you can't see who's doing the kicking. And then, of course, when you finally see watching the movie, and then you realize, oh, Sony just edited, you know, the other two Spider Mans out, so you won't spoil anything. I was all like, I, I literally died of laughter. Like, so here's how dumb. I know you don't watch YouTube, huh? You didn't know that already. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was shit was all over YouTube. There's people like p- dissecting that whole freeze frame of like the three bad guys coming at just Tom Holland. They're like, look, there's a shadow yeah. here and all this You're stuff. Like, deep dive the yeah. hell out of that. Yeah, but I it's like avoided, it, but... I, knew that stuff. I knew it was out there, but I avoided it. Look, every yeah. so Alfred Molina's Doc Ock shows up in um freaking Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm-hmm. We knew there was some sort of multiverse thing going on. Like they they Dis, Disney and Sony did an excellent job not advertising Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I don't want to talk about them too much right now, but like they did a great job not advertising that. Whereas like the The Force Awakens. They couldn't help but say, like, yeah, Luke, Leia, and Han are going to be in this. If they would have mm-hmm. shut up about it, it probably would have went over even bigger than it was. Oh, definitely. You would have um, seen, like, the whole theater just in, in like, applaud and te- like, be like, oh, my God, this is amazing. You know what? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, well, probably not the same for Steven because he didn't see it until, like, a week and a half after. Mm. But what was your theater experience like, Avery? Oh, am- Okay. Uh, I'll go. So it was three, maybe four emotions. I'll go through them all. Happy, excited, uh-huh. um, thrilled, um, sad. <laughs> Did you a lot of tears. Did you watch my three reasons why to watch Spider Man No Way Home video? Not yet. No. Killing me, man. You're killing I know. Me. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I need to watch it. But I was, I was, there was a lot of tears and there was a lot of happiness. There was a lot mm-hmm. of laughter. Yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah, a lot of a lot of heartstrings, and I, you know, and that's one thing that I have not um, bear witness to in a Marvel movie for a minute was to really just feel something more than just um, you know thrill feel, and excitement. Feel. You, the word yeah, feel. I felt. Yeah, yeah, it was Tom. I'm honest. Tom Holland is an amazing actor. Um, his 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 emotional range is is awesome. I feel he really fits the role of a just naive te- superhero teenager mm-hmm. really well, you know. And the emotion that was just driven behind all of his actions and just everything that was going on, yeah, man. Like I went through I went through the emotions and it was beautiful. <laughs> that was my 
second or third point, my second point on three years to go see it was the emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Go yeah. Okay. So let's, let's, Steve, give your thousand foot well, view. Even though Spider-Man I had to home. wait almost a week to go see it. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry you were in Hawaii. You peasants. It's really hard to, to, to deal with, with that and not be able to watch Spider-Man. I did walk by a theater that was showing it. It was about the size of my living room. I think it had seats for five people. I would have wow. um, So they uh, wow. but if you've ever been to that island, you know they don't they don't really need a theater. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, when I got back, we went and saw it that Saturday. Um we went and saw a matinee. People were cheering and clapping. Really? Uh, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, that's the, that's awesome. The the crowd reaction was was fantastic. I loved it. Um, you know, it, like you guys said, there's an emotional roller coaster you're going through. You know, you've got established characters that mm-hmm. you you know and like, and Tom Holland and and MJ and um, Ned. But then you go into, you know, you see Alfred Molina, then the Green Goblin, then Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I mean, at this point, you don't know, but you know that you're going to get to see Tobey Maguire and, and Andy Garfield as Spider-Man mm-hmm. or as something. Um, but you don't know how. And that's what they did really well. They, mm-hmm. they didn't talk about it. Yeah. But they didn't say, oh, no, these people absolutely aren't in the movie. They just didn't talk about it. And mm-hmm. it, it really did the movie justice. Because I think if the trailer had shown either of those scenes when they first showed up, mm-hmm. uh, it would have ruined the emotion that you went through in that. seeing it. Because yeah. like, when you see Andy Garfield's character, you presume it's Tom Holland. For mm-hmm. a very long time, right. you see, you know, yeah. you see him from behind. You see him turn around. Yeah. You see him walk towards you, and they all the while, really you presume this is this is Tom Holland's character who is right. just gone through something very emotional in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, hold on, Steve. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you think you're going to see someone else and, and then, you know, obviously he comes through and he pulls the mask off and you're just like, you're, you instantly see a Spider-Man who is older than our current Spider-Man mm-hmm. and who's been through some tough times. And you can tell just mm-hmm. in the look on his face. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they yeah. turn around and you, you know, they bring Tobey Maguire into it and they show you another Spider Man who's been even f- tougher times. Yeah. Um, right. And I, I mean, I just, without saying too much about the story, because everyone should go out and see this movie. If you've never yes. seen a Marvel movie before, first of all, this changes the history of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. You don't, the but you don't Marvel even have to see those movie. to go through this emotional roller coaster they, because they lay out the groundwork for particularly mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield. I don't know, maybe, but they, they do a lot of groundwork for 
Garfield and Maguire's Spider-Mans where you mm-hmm. know what you're getting into and why they're having the emotional reactions that they're having. Yeah. Um, that's that's <laughs> just another great movie writing example right there. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, as far as like nostalgia bait goes, this movie did amazing for it, right? Like bringing that nostalgia in it, I, they did really good with it, right? Um, especially just bring little snippets. So one one snippet that like really just like oh man, I felt I felt Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man really hard was during the scene when MJ was falling down, right? And Tom Holland <laughs> not yet, not I, oh, yet. That was such a beautiful scene. It's like oh, okay, all right, all right, because all right, I, all right. So okay. I have I, all right, all right, everyone. Chris I has had this conversation like with these two gentlemen. At this in, point. What's that, Steve? I said you've seen this movie like seventeen times at this point. No, I just just twice, just twice. I thought I thought you would have thought times. I was looking for a theater when I was in Vegas. They didn't have one on the strip, not one that I found. But like, anyways, I so everyone, I have had this conversation with these two gentlemen in my head so many times over the last two shit it's only been a week and a half now um i always pictured myself starting off with this line andrew garfield is my favorite spider-man was before this movie it was he didn't have great movies after i went and saw no way home the next day i watched both of the amazing spider-mans the first one's Mm -hmm. okay it's not great but it's okay the second one is trash but I always liked the kind of Spider-Man that Garfield played because I liked that broody, um, kind of like what is it? The the underdog. He he was the underdog. I mean, Tony McGuire was the underdog too, but I just felt like uh and Andrew Garfield was a bigger underdog. Mm-hmm. Um I I I maybe that's just because I liked Andrew Garfield. More than Toby Maguire. I like Toby Maguire, but he kind of had like a happy-go-lucky thing, not nearly as much as Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew I, Garfield was my favorite. Let's talk about the Spider-Mans because that shit was fucking awesome. I, mm-hmm. I think Andrew Garfield stole the show. I I would agree. I would agree. I think um, it's funny that you mentioned Andrew Garfield being your favorite Spider-Man. And after yeah, watching No Way Home and just going back and really focusing more on just Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man versus like the movie as a whole, because you're right, both of those movies are, are garbage. They're, I don't I don't like them both. But the way how Andrew Garfield um, portrays Spider-Man as, you know, as a character, you know, you're right, he's, he's more... He's he's definitely an underdog. He's more broody. He's and I love his his kind of just uh, his wisecracking is a little more mature. It's more different. Mm-hmm. Like he has yeah. more mature, a little more snarky. So, yeah, he's very snarky. Um, and he's just he's and honestly he's like very confident, which is very it's it's weird to kind of see that in a Peter Parker. But at the same time, I liked it. I kind of like the 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 cool because to me like he may have been an underdog, but I didn't see him as like an outcast. Like he just so, seemed like a person where he just yeah. he just seemed cool into himself. So I'm gonna I'm, okay. So let's go back to Amazing Spider-Man one. What you just said about him mm-hmm. being um, damn it, what did you just say? You just said he's he's more. You didn't say confident. Uh, cool and he, composed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually what he was. So because he was such an underdog, and he he he. 
he wasn't in a good place, but he was brave. So he stood up to Flash Thompson at the very beginning yeah. of that first one where yeah. the dude's all like trying to hey, take a picture as he's like trying to dunk this kid into his food yeah. or whatever. And, and he had nothing to lose. That's Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man. He has is, nothing yeah. to lose. He, yeah, he was, he was a good, like, I mean, he was a complete loner. Like, he didn't really have mm -hmm. any friends. You know, he was a loner. He was just to himself. But, like, yeah, like, he was just, I, yeah, was you're right. And I think, in. yeah, and I liked it. But, um, yeah, that, that's, I'll, I'll, I'll stop there as far as Andrew Garfield. I'll continue. Keep going. Continue more nope, you can talk about what you're going to talk about earlier. I can, I can all right, cool, cool. Yes, because that's, go. all right, because that, that scene made me cry. Honestly. That's that's the that yes, that's one of the scenes. If you yeah. cry a little bit during this movie, you don't <laughs> have you, soul. you do not have a soul. True. But so, I, I heard so, some, I saw someone complaining about a lot of fun and too much crying. They didn't know what to think about. It. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of crying, but so like when I was saying about as far as like nostalgia bait done right, right? So if you're invested into all three Spider-Man, especially Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, even though the second the Amazing Spider-Man was bad, um, that's there's no doubt that the scene when Gwen Stacy died was very very impactful. That was that's, very impactful scene. Possibly you know? one of the most and, impactful scenes in Spider in all the Spider-Man movies. Agreed, very impactful. So when that was carried over into No Way Home where, you know, you have Tom Holland's Spider-Man, you see MJ falling, he's trying to rescue her, and then he gets knocked over by the Green Goblin. You're like, holy shit, no way, is this about to be a retread of that? And then Andrew Garfield comes and saves her, lands, and you see his face, those tears, he's like holding back. And he's like, are you okay? And she's all like, I'm fine, are you okay? And I was like, he is not okay. No, <laughs> like, he is not necessarily uh, redeemed is probably not right, but you know, he did the one thing he couldn't do in his he universe. Well, yeah, he what he did was he, <sighs> he made so, like, he, he could have what he so what he did, he did what he should have done mm -hmm. to save Gwen, like, yeah. like the way that he did it, yeah, it, it would have worked. And 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 he's yeah. and, and so he's relieved that he figured out how to do it better to prevent that right. from happening again, but yet he's also broken because he's like, "Fuck, this if I knew right. this yeah. earlier." And that's so, and that's what I got right. That's what I got from the emotional impact I saw Andrew Garfield. It's because I said the same thing when he kind of was like, "I was like, holy shit, he figured it out how he could have done it." So that impact in his face, and you saw, you're like, "This is what I should have done." Right, and yep. yeah, man, like that set me like it. Took, I had to, I had to take a minute. I was like, "Whoo!" Right, it was it was it was a lot. It was really good though. The best fifteen seconds of Hollywood for all of twenty twenty one. Yeah, like I said, honestly, even and even with Tobey Maguire, like all three of them, Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, um, Tobey Maguire did really. I felt did really well as far as acting. So some of was kind of just in the background a little bit. Like I, he didn't really have too many, too many impactful scenes, but I still feel like acting wise, it was really good. Hey, Jenny and Freddie, how you doing? Oh, that's a fucking spammer, but not really. I don't know what the hell it is. They've been coming in my shit since yesterday. Um, no, but uh, fucking back to what you were saying. Uh, damn it. The, the, Andrew Garfield called out Tobey Maguire. 
He called uh-huh. him a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I feel like that's kind of the role he was playing because, you know, he he's he's the godfather. He's the Spider-Man he's the godfather. godfather. Yeah. Right, so, right. So he didn't need to be active. You know, he, he didn't no. need to be high energy or anything because he yeah. was already comfortable in himself. He was already... Right. Um, you know, he knew his role, and and he was, he was our grandfather. He was just, he was just a yeah. cool, just like, hey guys, I've so, I've been through some shits, and because I've been through some shits, I'm calm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's figure this out. I don't think that well, took from his role at all. Him being a little no, more, no. for lack of a better term, subdue. He wasn't subdued, yeah. but like you know, just not high energy. Yeah, like obviously Tom Holland. Tom Holland is the highest energy. Yeah, and yeah. Then, Andrew Garfield's depressed energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I, yeah, it was a good balance of all three of them, right? Like, yeah, exactly. I think you, you said it perfectly. Tom Holland was the the bouncy energy, you know, still young, still kind of fresh and everything. Andrew was more depressed because of how he lost a lot of things. And then um, Toby was more of the wise. He was, he was well, like, he was the very wise man. And so they even displayed... Go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say, they did a good job ex- of explaining where both those characters were yeah. in their timeline. Because we're mm-hmm. not seeing Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3. We're seeing no. Tobey Maguire maybe 20 years after Spider-Man 3. Yeah, way, yeah. yeah. Andrew Garfield's a few years, you know. They're, they're, you know. They explained how they went, you know. They looked at Tom Holland and they saw that he hadn't gone through what they'd gone through. So mm-hmm. they told him, you know, hey, we know where we know where you're headed because we've been there, we've had our moment. Don't don't do what we did. Don't slip into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, oh. it was just so perfectly the Spider yeah. Brothers. I mean, so, they, they, they were... embraced each other in such a way that mm-hmm. you literally were made to believe that in the multiverse. Any Spider-Man that they pulled into this group would have been, you know, band of brothers with these with these two guys. Yeah, and 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 it, and it wasn't just because that they had the same powers because, but they didn't even have the same powers because you know there was. We'll get into oh, this the, later, but you know, Toby Maguire being able to make his own webs from his yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah the banter <laughs> with that was, was awesome. I love that. That was that was great. But like and with then the that bus- scene where, where Toby is talking to uh, and Toby and Tom are talking to Andrew and they're like, "You're amazing," and he's like, oh, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> they did that uh, three times. You're, you're like, you're literally amazing." <laughs> yeah. Um. The, the the banter, like, I'm Spider Man one. You're Spider Man two. It's like I, I'm Spider Man three. Andrew, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, was, like, there was so many meta back to the meta thing. Yeah. digs on the amazing Spider-Man movies that Andrew Garfield played on himself. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, 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 that's part of the reason why he sold. He, he had the thing with MJ where he saved her ass, and then he's he's making he's making wisecrack. He, he's making self-deprecating jokes. Um, you know, I I want to fight an alien. I never fought an. I fought a lizard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that was, um, yeah, that was great. Because like, I never that, fought an alien. Way That's behind. why Andrew Garfield stole the show. And I'm so glad yeah. Jesus. But whoever did who I don't I don't know who the producers or the writers are from from No Way Home. Do one with fucking Garfield. Let's wrap up that trilogy and let's do mm-hmm. that. 
Like, let's yeah. let's so, see what it is because so I want to see. Heard is that I, I don't know that that's going to happen, but it, there seems to be a, a really good rumor that we may see these two again in in some form in a Secret mm -hmm. Wars. Okay, that's fine. I still want that movie of mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield going through what he said mm -hmm. in, in the movie. He's like, yeah, I went dark. I, I quit pulling my punches. I, I, yeah. I, after Gwen Stacy died, like he had lost everything. And he's like, yeah, I fuck shit up. And yeah. he's like, and I, I'm trying to recover. I want that movie. I want that. And I want it written well. F the guy who wrote the other two. Right. Like, I, I want it done right because Andrew Garfield can fucking act. He really can. You give him, give him a good director, give him a good script, and he can act his fucking heart out. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, just from like you know, if if people haven't really seen other works of Andrew Garfield, if you just see this, you know, that's just kind of just a piece of what he's capable, what he can do as an actor, as far as like showing that emotion, showing that that character, you know, that growth. Have either of you watched Tick Tick Boom? I have. Out of I don't five. Think so. Out of five bass drums. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give it four. I'll give it four. Okay. Yeah, Sarah said it was four. really good. I haven't I haven't made time to see it, but I'm I'm interested. Yeah. I mean it's a yeah, band. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. But um yeah, man, I um you know, and also for as far as in more emotional range, right? Um, Tom Holland's character going through just—I mean, the impact of um, Aunt, Aunt May dying, and just seeing that rage build up in Tom Holland, and then coming to the conclusion of him fighting the Goblin was intense. We haven't even gotten there. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's so, there's so much. I mean, like, I, it sucks because I, I, you know, I have a heart. And we're only focused on the last half. We haven't even mentioned I, Aunt May fucking dies. I, I know. Like, it's just <laughs> so much. I, 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 I wish I had more time because it's like there's just so much to just uh, unravel and and just you know get out. But yeah, it, well, <laughs> well, well. Let's be honest. The best mm -hmm. part is when all three of them come together. That's Definitely. that's when he, that's like. The crowd, the crowd, the crowd goes off when they bring in Andrew Garfield, and no one liked those movies, yeah. but they're excited. And then yeah, Toby yeah. comes in, and they fucking blow up. Loser mind. That yeah. was awesome. And mm -hmm. and and then like they keep going off at all these random points, like when like when Toby Maguire stops Tom Holland from driving the glider oh. through the Green Goblin. Oh. Yeah, the whole full circle, like yeah. Full second so, circle, yeah. So I made that short after I saw the saw it the first time, and I said okay. I have one word to describe this movie. I have two now, and and I, I mentioned the second word that I've got. I mentioned two of them in that little three reasons why you should go see this. The first word starts with an R. It's responsibility, and that is mm -hmm. something that has been that was lacking in the previous Tom Holland movies. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, like he he was he was trying to be responsible, but he was trying to be a kid, and he and and he was doing the Peter Parker thing, trying to figure out how to live his two lives. But right. it wasn't until the third one that we got with great power comes great responsibility, which was a um, great line thrown. And, and it took towards the end, but she was trying to get to that through the whole yeah. through the whole movie, 
And and you yeah. know what? I was I was kind of pissed off about it at the be- in the beginning because like it, it, Doctor Strange, who we haven't even fucking mentioned, um, was like, hey, you know what? The longer these people are here, <laughs> the more that this multiverse is shredding. And so and here's Aunt May being all like, you've got a responsibility to like bring to heal these people or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's running out of time, bitch. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> time is running, literally running out. <laughs> But yeah, damn, there's so much we can talk about. Um, there is. So my I second word, and, and this <laughs> this my second word, which was actually the first word that came to mind. And let's let's okay. let's just let's let's wrap this up, and we'll talk about the actual ending of this movie after okay. they heal all the bad guys and everything. And Doctor Strange is doing his thing on top of the Statue of Liberty, and Peter Parker does his thing. My first impression of this movie. Which what made me so happy is the word sacrifice. Mm. That is the epitome of a hero, in my opinion. Willing to give up themselves for everything else. Agreed. Agreed. Well, and that's a reoccurring theme in Spider-Man. Is his realization that the world, his friends, and his family are all better off not knowing him. It's happened in a multitude of other um, versions of this character, that that, mm-hmm. that perception that without me in their life, their life is so much better. Mm-hmm. And that's right. why he, you know, he's, he's the, he's not a member of, you know, he's a member of the Avengers, but not really, you know, mm-hmm. right. He's like, he's like Avenger junior. Well, mm-hmm. no, I mean, at a certain point there's, there's a situation that happens, which we may well see, where Kang the Conqueror destroys the Avengers in the past. I'm, I'm, and hold so, on. I'm just speaking up to this point in the MCU. Well, right. <laughs> well, we don't know what's going to happen in the MCU. <laughs> but Spider-Man is an Avenger because he's in a protocol that brings about, you know, the new Avengers. Which, mm-hmm. you know, is Spider-Man. I think it's Spider-Man, Wolverine, The Thing... Oh. It won't be Wolverine. Uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk might be there. I don't think mm-hmm. the thing where Wolverine will be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. The multiverse Look, is cracking. There's, there's a big reason why I don't think Wolverine will be. And it's because Hugh Jackman has ruined that fucking role. Oh, he has not. <laughs> if you don't have Hugh Jackman, <laughs> you don't have Wolverine. Like, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would say I would second that. I cannot picture anyone else being Wolverine at this point. Like it, it just would not. It would not feel right. That's like it someone wouldn't. else besides Ryan Reynolds being Deadpool, and he hasn't even done a great as great of a like. He's done a really good job with Deadpool, but yeah. two out of three times. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know the third one you're talking about. Uh, Wolverine. Um, Wolverine oh, 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 oh! I thought you were saying Ryan Reynolds did two out of three times did Deadpool really well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I would agree. Oh, yeah. oh, Jesus! <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I just blow yeah. the first one out of my mind. Like that doesn't well, exist. Well, that's good. No I, I wish I could. And Ryan was, Reynolds <laughs> tried to in Deadpool too. He tries to, to blow. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he shot did, the, he did he did the Ryan Reynolds in the head. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, don't do this. <laughs> no. I, I don't know if we've discussed my thing with the Wolverine, but I went, I went and saw that movie. And I almost walked out when he broke the sink in the old people's house that he was just crashing at oh. looking for clothes or oh, whatever. Because the cloth, when he pulled out his metal, when he finally pulled out his 
titanium claws. They and look fake like look. ass. They look horrible. At the other, at the previous two X Men movies that already come out, and they look fine. You look just great. Watched it, and I, I just wanted to leave at that moment. I was like, really? And this is how for, we're clar- this. for clarification, that's Wolverine Origins. Yeah, there's actually the movie The Wolverine, which is a different movie, and that's the one with the silver samurai. Silver, silver, yeah, silver samurai. Yeah. All right, sorry. Wolverine Origins is a bunch of butthole. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I don't remember the the Wolverine all that well. Yeah. Let's switch back it's... over to Spider Man. I really don't want to talk about horrible Wolverine movies because we've got like six minutes to wrap this up. Steve, how many spandex tights do you give this movie? Uh, 15 out of 10. Everyone should go see this movie. It's fantastic. Everyone needs to go see this movie. I've said that many times on this show. I think it'll make a serious run for Best Picture. I don't know if it'll get nominated, but I think think Disney has has a chance here to really push it. There might not be enough diversity for it to get nominated. Just saying. That's a thing with the Oscars. Enough diversity. You had three different Spider-Man. How much more diverse do you want it to be? (laughs) I I was thinking a lot of women. That yeah, well, I mean, but it covers the the strong female lead like character, like an MJ. Like she she's not a pushover. Like she handles her own. Hey, I don't know the I don't know the Oscar guidelines. They're weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Guidelines. Yeah, yeah. It's, they have they have these dumb guidelines. Yes, you have to check all these boxes. All right, Avery. How many Spider Man um, covered spandex pants do you give this? Spandex jumpsuits. Uh, I give it um, 20 web slings out of 10. All right. I'm going to go 9.5 after 10 because I said 10 out of 10 punching bags about suck about Southpaw. Mm-hmm. And I remembered shortly after that I don't give anything a 10 because there's always there, nothing. Nothing's perfect. True. <laughs> but, which is which is why which is why I said twenty spiderweb swings out of ten. I mean, yes. you don't you don't know what that it's mathematic mathematically. It's just you can't. There's no you can't. Sorry. <laughs> so what we're in unanimous agreement is everybody needs to see this movie. Yes, there's something that's what in it sounds like. Everyone, there is everyone. something in it for everyone. If if I hadn't seen if, if I had actually gotten to see Kingsman last weekend like I wanted to, I'd probably go see Spider Man this weekend. But I, I really want to go see Kingsman. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. I want to say thank you for watching. Everyone, go watch Spider-Man. If you're going to go watch spider if you haven't watched Spider-Man, you're going to go watch it, leave a thumbs up. If you've already watched it, leave a thumbs up. Also, subscribe. And then if uh, you hate Spider-Man, dislike this movie because no one will know. <laughs> Any parting words, gentlemen? Steve? Um, If you get a chance, go to Kauai. It's a beautiful island. Lots of chickens. I love it. Um, Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the (laughs) rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Amen. I, I, I bet that's pretty useful in Kauai. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> one final note. We're moving the show from Wednesdays to Saturdays. Not sure if it's this Saturday or the next one, but you'll find out. Have a good night, everyone. Peace.